Dr. Karen Paringatai is a senior lecturer at the Tsumu, the School of Pacific and Māori Studies at the University of Otago. She has spent most of her life in the Southland but hails from Ngāti Porau, Te Whānau o Hunara. She teaches in both beginner and intermediate levels in Māori performing arts and te reo Māori. Now, one teaching methodology has garnered a bit of attention and it's earned her a few awards. Last year, she was one of two recipients at the University of Otago's Teaching Excellence Awards and this week received the Supreme Award at the Tertiary Teaching Excellence Awards presented at Parliament. I met Dr Karen about a month ago during my visit to Otago University and even got to sit in one of her classes. Uh, ko hiku rangi te maunga, ko waipu te awa, ko hurauta te waka, ko te whānau uh, tūwhaki iri ora, te whānau ahunara, ngā hapū, ko Ngāti Porau te iwi. Um, so I whakapapa to the east coast of the North Island, but I actually grew up in Invercargill, so I'm born and bred Southlander. So what did you know of Ngāti Porau growing up in the South Island? My father used to take us back when we were little and I think I must have been about four years old when that stopped happening because both his parents had passed away by the time I was sort of four or five. And for him, the only reason why he was going back was to take us back to see um, his parents. So from that sort of age, from about four until I was in my early 20s, I had really nothing to do with with home in you know, the tribal area. But I was involved in performing arts and did Māori at school and then got involved in um, a kapaka group outside of school called Wairua Wakaho, which was tutored by Hinitu Dao, who is also of Ngāti Parai. So I still had a lot of knowledge. Well, I started to get some knowledge mm. when I was growing up through that group. And she always encouraged us to go back home, but I wasn't in a space to do that or I wasn't able to do that until I was a little bit older and working and could financially do that myself. Yeah, so I've been teaching our um, paper Mile 108 for for about 10 years Um, and it sort of attracts between 40 to 50 students each year. That's a lot? That is a lot and over half of them are international students. Wow. So they are absolute beginners. They do not know how to takahi, they don't know how to witty, Half of them don't even know how to say Māori. Um, so, so there's no prerequisites? There's for... no prerequisites for this paper. It's an absolute beginner's paper. Um, and over the years, so the first few years, I was kind of just finding my way as a lecturer into Timu. So not really... Well, I was worried about the standard of performance, um, but it was kind of just flowing along and, and it was doing the same thing as the person who taught the paper before me and I thought, yeah, that's cool because I've got so much other things on that I, I just can't concentrate on that at the moment. Yeah. And then I thought, no, I need to do something and to lift the standard of language in the, in the paper. Um, and I was quite concerned with the international students of the pronunciation of the words and yeah. things like that, because it is really, really difficult for them, especially when they see the words. So I began talking to um, one of my colleagues, Poirewi, and he mentioned about wānanga, whariwānanga, right. and learning in the dark. And so I went off and I had a you know, little bit of a research, as, as we're supposed to do, um, <laughs> and you know, discovered that whariwānanga operated during the winter months. So a lot of the teaching happened at night times, and there was no light switch that they could flick on, and the light from fires wasn't, you know, all that great. So a lot of the teaching happened in the dark, and it was this mnemonic-type instruction using karakia and haka and waiata to transmit information. And so I thought, oh, I wonder if we can do that, replicate that same environment here, 
And luckily, this building that we're in used to be an old library, an archive library. So one of our rooms has no windows because it used to be the art gallery. Ah. So when you turn the lights off at any time of the day, it's completely black, completely blacked out. So I experimented the f- one year with just teaching the poi. And usually the boys don't learn the poi because they're off learning the haka. Okay. And so I thought, no, this time it's going to be a little bit different. And we made them all learn the poi at the same time. And within two hours they had the tune and all the lyrics learned and sussed. And this was happened towards the end of the semester. So they were used to the sounds and the, um, the words and things like that. And then the following year I got a research grant to run the whole paper in the dark. With language pronunciation, as a language lecturer, I've noticed the improvement and a number of staff around here and students have said, uh, have remarked just the same, that they were there before we we did this way of teaching and they were there after and the change in their pronunciation is just amazing. Paint a picture for us what happens in these classes, um, Karen. So... um, Total black, 40, there, how many students at any one time? Is there like up to 40 students? Yeah, so this year we, we've had, we've got oh, 56 students enrolled in the paper, which is the, the most I've ever had. So we've had to split them into two streams. Um, so one stream has about 30 and the other one has maybe 20-ish. They didn't want to go to another, you know, later stream, four to six. It was just a little bit too late for them. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so there could be up to 40 students. Um, we turn the lights off and... The first song we teach is Fatsi Fatsi Tohope, which is just a nice, easy kohanga song, mm. um, but then it's kind of got a bit of an upbeat tune to it, so it kind of sets them in the mood, and they, they really doubt their abilities to retain information, but they learn two songs in the first two hours, and they are set for learning for the rest of the semester. <laughs> <laughs> so at the moment I'm sitting in complete darkness. And Dr. Karen putting up his class. Um, so we just concentrate on saying the one word first for about five times, getting the girls to repeat it themselves because generally there's more girls than guys, so you lose the boys in the class right. if you don't separate them. Um, so we'll say fatsi fatsi and get them to repeat after us. And then, yeah, as a group, and then the girls will do it and then the boys will do it and all the time eliminating those incorrect pronunciations. So especially of the sharp T, soft yeah. T. And we say, we know it's hard, it's the first time you're doing this, especially when you go fatsi, fatsi, thor, hopi, and they've got to change their tongue, and which is something we just don't think about. Yeah. Um, but when you're actually teaching absolute beginners, you have to tell them where to place their tongue and you know how to, how to actually say things that in a way that they're already familiar with. 
that's it's quite interesting. And then we do that line, and then we'll sing. We'll we'll change it up. We'll see what the students, what the vibe of the students is. Sometimes we'll do the line, and then we'll do the tune. Sometimes we'll do a couple of lines, and then we'll do the tune. Then, but it just depends on on the mood of the class. Wow. And so you are the main tutor. There's nobody like there's nobody else. You you are running the class. Oh no, I have a team of tutors. I am, oh. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to run this paper without some very key people. Um, I already t- most lecturers here teach you know sort of two to three hours a week. I teach seven, um, and that's and so I do have a team of tutors. Actually, I teach nine hours a week, which is oh, probably wow. double what everyone else teaches. Um, oh. So no, I have amazing female tutors, amazing male tutors, and the most amazing guitarist in the entire world. And she's also been my research assistant on this project. So wow. she, they're all committed. They've come through as students. Um, in my paper, and they've been taught this way, and so now they're the ones doing the teaching, and they really believe in it, and and they've seen the benefits from their own peers when they were students in the paper. It's amazing that people think that this is this brand new teaching methodology when actually it's been around for you know hundreds and hundreds right. of years. But what I think people are most amazed about is that this the oldest university and probably the most Pakia city in the entire country is allowing this to happen in the institution and actually I don't think they knew that I was doing it. I kind of <laughs> just done it. <laughs> even that out, no, <laughs> no, even even my dean um my boss, my dean said, Yeah, I don't actually know who gave her permission to do it. <laughs> she just does what she wants and the benefits are there and it's easy to see um that this methodology works and why not let her get it? Why not let her do it? here at Otago University in um, Dunedin. Now I've just experienced um, what it was like to sit in a class, uh, Wānanga styles really, of learning in the dark with uh, Dr Karen Parinatai and I'm here with a couple of her students. Kia ora. Hello. Hello. I'm Michelle. I'm from Connecticut. And I'm also with... Um, Kahurangi. Kahurangi. Sorry. And where do you hail from, Kahurangi? I'm from the North Island, Huntley. Huntley, so yeah. Tainui? Tainui. Kapai. So, um, first of all, we've just come out of um, a session. What is the experience like for you? The first of anything different. I've ever... It's, yeah, definitely different. It's the first of anything I've ever done like this. I've never um, done any sort of performing class, and then for it to be taught in the dark is super cool because 
I first of all don't know any Maori, and uh, to not have any of the lines or lyrics or something, and just to have it audibly heard. Uh, I love the way you just rolled your R though. Oh, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. It's good because I know you know it's kind of hard because I still don't know if I'm saying all the words right, but um, you get the feel of it better. You, Kahurangi? Um, yeah, I think that it's better for us to learn audio rather than seeing it written down because if you see a word it looks different to how it sounds and everything else yeah it's better listening to it than actually seeing the words and trying to put your own interpretations of the words of what you think the word is supposed to sound like i went to i was invited to speak at the ace aotearoa professional development hui whanau in taranaki earlier this year new plymouth and Everyone was so excited to learn about this teaching in the dark because it's for adult community education providers. And they were amazed at the University of Otago because, you know, universities are seen as these brainy institutions where only the brainiest people in the world can go. Mm. And they saw that I was using this Indigenous teaching methodology and they thought, I can do this. I can use, we can use our own Indigenous teaching methodologies in our own communities with the communities that... Um, these things, these methods derive from. So that's right. I think it gave them hope that they, if we can do it here, then they, they can do it anywhere in the country. Um, and Huirangi Waikirepuru was at the. Um, he came to my presentation. I think I forgot how to speak <laughs> when he walked <laughs> in the door, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, yes. he's in here!" Yeah, and he was up there, and he was doing the actions and you know, moving his hips and spinning around in circles with the rest of us. And I was just really humbled. But then he got up and something, a song that I've we've always taught that's got really, really simple kupu, like titiro whakarunga, titiro whakararo, haere whakamua, hoki whakamuri, really simple, um, you know, words. He managed to make it so philosophical and see it in a completely different way. And he, I think he was amazed because that's something he's been doing his whole entire life and that's how he learnt was by learning in the dark. And he teaches, he does his things in the dark and it's just a different environment. And, um, and I think that was the most amazing experience of my entire life so far. Ida, once again, congratulations, Dr. Karen Paringatai, who was in Wellington this week and got the Supreme Award at the Tertiary Teaching Excellence Awards. Ko koe tēra e kaiana te miro o te mātauranga.